compassion, trust, courage, innovation. The values of Temecula Valley Hospital. We proudly present TVH Doc Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Varicose veins may cause no issues at all, or they may be quite painful. My guest today is Dr. Alan Chen. He's a general and vascular surgeon and a member of the medical staff at Temecula Valley Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Chan. Tell us what are varicose veins? Thank you very much for having me on the show. Um, well, varicose veins are fairly common. Um, they are veins that have become um, abnormal and usually um, somewhat bulging or dilated that appears on, um, on the legs. Um, sometimes they're quite small, and we call them spider veins. And then if they become larger than, say, three or four millimeters, they become very visible and um, they protrude, and thus most people will call those varicose veins. Um, but they're quite common. They um, occur as, um, as frequent as 40% of women in our country and as uh, high as 25% in men in our country. So are there certain risk factors for varicose veins? Is there a hereditary factor or pregnancy, anything like that that contributes? Yeah, that, that's a great question question. I get asked that all the time. Um, the main reason why people get varicose veins um, is hereditary, uh, genetic reasons. Uh, if your mother or father had them, you're at a high risk of uh, having them. Um, that's the most common reason. The second most common reason would be um, any history of having, say, blunt trauma to your leg. Um, I had patients that had um, blunt trauma uh, to their legs uh, from accidents, or one had a horse fell on their leg at some time. And later on, they develop varicose veins in the area of the trauma that can be quite um, symptomatic. Uh, other factors such as um, uh, uh, having multiple pregnancies or obesity, I think those factors are more um, exacerbating factors, meaning if you have the gene to have varicose veins, uh, having multiple pregnancies or having obesity can make the veins um, become worse, but I don't think they're actually the cause of, of having varicose veins. So, Are varicose veins an issue? Are they a problem or are they just, I mean, do they affect blood flow to your legs? Yeah, another great question. Um, if the varicose veins are just merely very small spider veins, um, they're in the size of less than one millimeter or maybe a couple of millimeters. Um, usually those veins don't really cause any medical issues, meaning they don't cause any uh, pain or swelling or heaviness or fatigue, so they have no symptoms uh, relating to it. So in, in a case like that, um, I would say that's more of a cosmetic concern, and I do see patients who uh, come to my um, office for um, cosmetic, um, purely a cosmetic type of uh, spider vein, um, and those can be treated. Um, however, the majority of my patients that come to see me have um, larger varicose veins, um, ranging from the size of, say, um, three to four millimeters up to centimeters uh, or even more, and, and very severe um, protruding type of veins in their legs. And in, in every single case like that, um, the patient will report that they have uh, typically aching or throbbing pain. They have um, swelling in their legs. Their, their legs feel heavy and tired. Um, they may complain of um, 
uh, numbness or tingling, uh, burning sensation or itchiness of the skin, uh, restlessness. And the most severe case would be they come in actually have an ulcer or a wound on their ankle that hasn't healed for months and months and months. Uh, so the symptoms of varicose veins can range from having no symptoms, which then would be a cosmetic type of uh, situation, all the way to um, having a wound that doesn't heal. And, and, of course, that could be a very serious problem. So, Before we get into treatment, Dr. Chan, is there any prevention? Does exercise, making sure to warm up and cool down, do any of these things help to prevent them? You know, that's an interesting question. Uh, as far as I know, I haven't seen any um, um, evidence-based studies uh, that will um, uh, tell you that exercising or um, any, any other types of activities can help with varicose veins. Um, since it's a genetic um, problem, um, the only thing that I can uh, recommend um, that is non-invasive would be uh, wearing compression stocking. Um, and also elevating um, one's leg uh, for symptomatic relief. And compression stockings can be found all over the place, and um, they actually will give um, relief of symptoms to most patients, although they will not uh, change the progression or the direction of where the disease can go. So let's speak about treatments. When do they require intervention, and what are treatments for varicose veins like? Okay. Well, usually I break that down into um, two categories. One would be the patient that comes in that has very small spider veins and has no symptoms, and the patient uh, desires treatment. Uh, treating small spider veins are fairly straightforward. We use uh, two modalities in my office. One is um, called injection scleral therapy, uh, where we take a very fine needle and we inject a um, type of uh, medication right into the spider veins to cause them to collapse. It's an office procedure that takes maybe 15 or 20 minutes per session, and typically a patient requires a couple of, se- uh, couple of sessions or maybe even three sessions to uh, get satisfactory results. Um, the other way to treat spider veins um, is using a laser. We have a laser in the office that shoots laser beam. Uh, onto the skin, and it um, focuses into the small spider veins and cause them to um, to collapse. And that also works very well. So we will use a combination of both an injection therapy and laser therapy for the small spider veins um, on the surface of the leg. Now, what for the that? patients that come in with... Um, large varicose veins and lots of symptoms such as pain and swelling, uh, those patients usually have an underlying vein inside their leg that is the cause of their problem. It's the source of where their abnormal blood flow comes from. So those patients will begin their treatment by receiving an ultrasound to find the particular vein in their leg that is the source of the, what we call reflux. And we would treat that vein using what's called endovenous ablation. Um, It's a simple procedure done in the office where we introduce a fine laser fiber into that vein under ultrasound guidance. Then we activate the laser and the vein will be closed um, as the laser fiber is pulled out of the patient. 
And that procedure works very, very well. It eliminates the source of the reflux, and patient will feel relief of the symptoms fairly quickly within um, a week or so. Then if they still have residual large varicose veins in their legs, then we can take care of those with um, other methods such as um, what's called um, excision of varicose veins, which is just making tiny incisions on the skin to remove them. Or sometimes they may be able to, may be able to treat it with uh, injection therapy. So there are many different modalities to treat uh, varicose veins depend, depending on their sizes and the, and the origin of the reflux. If you remove those veins or they disappear over time, do we need those veins? Is it okay to get rid of them? Does the body or the legs develop collateral circulation? Oh, great question. Um, so think of the varicose veins and the abnormal veins that we either remove or we close. They are harming your circulation. So they are actually moving blood in the wrong direction. They're allowing blood to flow down the leg instead of moving the blood um, up the leg back to the heart where a normal vein should be doing. So closing the veins, closing the abnormal veins and removing them actually improves the circulation. Yes. Wow, that is really interesting to know. So what should, Dr. Chan, people with varicose veins be thinking about when they're seeking care? Well, um, it's important to think that um, the, the veins that you see on the surface of your leg may only be a sign of something um, going on inside their leg. So they should seek to make sure that they get a complete um, workup, including an ultrasound, to look into the veins inside their leg to make sure the source of their problem is taken care of rather than just focusing on the surface of the leg and making sure that you choose a specialist that can provide a comprehensive uh, multi-modality approach to um, treatment of varicose veins. And why should patients come to Temecula Valley Hospital for their care? Well, Temecula Valley Hospital has a very good reputation in um, providing multidisciplinary approach to many types of diseases, including varicose veins. And they have uh, operating rooms that are equipped with um, uh, some of the best equipment, and I'm very confident that um, varicose veins can be treated um, in exceptional fashion at Temecula Valley Hospital. Thank you so much, Dr. Chen. It is great information. Thank you for being with us. You're listening to TVH Doc Talk with Temecula Valley Hospital. For more information, you can visit TemeculaValleyHospital.com. That's TemeculaValleyHospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.